Welcome to the Blessed Journey. My name is Adam Barillet. Join me as we venture back down the path into nature to discover her magic. Let's learn from the animals, heal with the plants, and feel the crystals. When the moon becomes full, let us gaze up to the stars and find our answers in the darkness. There are so many secrets that Mother Nature has for us. Let's go and find them together. Welcome to the Blessed Journey, and as I'm sure is becoming increasingly more evident day by day, but we are fast approaching the end of another calendar year. Now, of course, for those that like to work with the cycles of nature and the honouring of the seasons, we know that there is no beginning and end, that things keep going in a cycle, but I think that because we do have that good old Gregorian calendar, we are aware, and this is kind of a symbolic time in our lives each year. So we really kind of sum things up and look at different things. So we're going to be having our last lunar cycle almost of this year with our final new moon happening next Saturday. So we're about six days early, but a bit of preparation is always good, especially considering what we're talking about today. And then the final full moon will be in the sign of Gemini. Now, of course, Gemini is about the mind. It's about our mental health. It's about study. It's about learning lessons in life and looking at what we want to do in that aspect. The opposing sign that the new moon occurs in is Sagittarius. Now, where is Gemini? And if you know a Gemini, you know that they love to be in the moment and they love to be in the details. Whereas Sagittarians, rather than being in the moment, are often in the future. Now, this is a really interesting dynamic because myself, I'm a Gemini, and my mother, who I've been in business with a few times, is actually a Sagittarius. And what we find is I have this tendency to worry about the now, to spend all my money and forget that, you know, I've got to pay my mortgage next week. Whereas mum has these vision boards of houses she'd like to live in and cards she'd like to drive and holidays she'd like to go on. But when I ask her, so what have you actually done to achieve or get you closer to those goals? She hasn't done that. So we want to work out how do we have that vision for the future, but also apply action on the day on a daily basis to get us to that point. So the new moon in Sagittarius gives us this time to look at what do I, I want to be expansive, but how can I actually knuckle down and start learning something or applying something or doing something in the moment? As per tradition here on the Blessed Journey, as we prepare for each new moon, I like to pull oracle cards from some of my favorite decks, some of my own and some of other people's as well. We've got five different decks that I pulled from today. First of all, my Crystal Connections message cards. Then my forthcoming deck that will be out around, I'm hoping January. Um, shipping is a real slow issue at the moment, but the Magic of Essential Oils. Uh, we have a deck that I'm working on called the Shining Ones and some angels from there and another Angel Oracle deck and the Animal Kin Oracle by Sarah Wilder, another beautiful Australian artist. So those are the cards that I shuffled and chose. We've chosen the card. I don't know who we are. It was just, oh, well, Ava the cat was helping as well. Um, we've chosen cards for you, and we're going to go through each of the 12 star signs and let you know the guidance for the coming lunar cycle. Now, if you're new to listening to this podcast and go, oh, where do I just fast forward to get to my zodiac sign? 
how I try and portray the information is I'm going to talk about different angels, crystals, um, animals, and essential oils. And I hope that the information is interesting for everyone and relevant for everyone, not just specifically relevant to you. So, shall we dive in? Let's start off with, and we always traditionally start off with, whoever's new moon is, so Sagittarius. So Sagittarius, this month you got the crystal of Malachite, which is really interesting because I've been working a little bit with Malachite recently. Malachite is this crystal that reaches deep within our soul and helps to bring issues up to the surface in order for us to resolve them. You know, it's often known as a stone of paradise. Now, why would such a harsh stone be known as a stone of paradise? Because how we experience paradise is by dealing with our issues and creating that new sense of freedom. The butterfly is a perfect analogy for Malachite's capabilities. The difference between a butterfly and, say, something else that transforms like a frog, a tadpole to a frog, is that a caterpillar must emerge into the darkness go into the unknown, and then fight its way out of the darkness in order to have that freedom and that flight. And that's exactly what Malachite encourages you to do. So for you, Sagittarius, at the moment, what are you avoiding? What are you putting off? What do you need some looking at? And carrying Malachite around with you can help to bring this up. Now, if you're feeling a little bit tender at the moment or a little bit challenged, you can kind of do a good cop-bad cop combination with Malachite being the bad cop and Rose Quart kind of makes it a little bit more gentle. So you can combine the two. So I just want to also read a little bit off the back of the card. My Crystal Connections message cards have little messages on the back. And it says, there is something from the past that is uh, that you have repressed. Examine and heal outgoing patterns, scripts, blockages, and ties. Let them go once and for all. Until this is done, you cannot fully embrace the full joys and pleasures of life. This is a time for tough love. Let go of what no longer serves you and cherish what you love. Start to make your life and surroundings beautiful. Appreciate aesthetics. Define what paradise means to you and create it. This too will pass. The final thing I want to share with you, Sagittarians, and everyone about Malachite is Malachite gets its colour from copper. Now, copper is the metal that is associated with Venus and thus love. And so although Malachite is dealing with your issues and that type of thing may be kind of challenging, it's done with love. It's done with embracement. It's done with the experience to see what you can, you know, kind of nurture out of this life and enjoy in this life as well. So when we're looking at what do you need to learn or what do you need to do in order to you know, grow and expand and go forward, it's about yourself for you Sagittarians. It's about working with Malachite and going, this is where I need to go. I need to have better self-knowledge. I need to love different aspects of myself because remember, we don't, we don't grow by loving the bits we already love. We grow by loving and embracing bits that we haven't loved in the future, in the past. And Malachite will really help to bring that up. Now, you may be going, I don't know what I need to deal with. So this is where you want to wear your malachite or even have malachite around, especially at night, and see what comes up in your dreams. See if you have these past memories coming up, or like from childhood or an ex-relationship or something like that, and then go through that. Maybe talking to a professional will help, but malachite will definitely you know, help to bring things to the surface if you give create that space for that to do so. 
Right, moving on to our next star sign, and the next star sign was, or is, and shall ever be, Capricorn. And you got an angel card, you got the angel Haniel. When it comes to angels, I see Haniel as being the angel of cleansing and clearing. Haniel's name means glory of God, and she really helps to remove all confusion, unclarity, and blockages that prevent each of us from experiencing ongoing light, love, and laughter. So Haniel has this ability when we align with Haniel to change your mood from one of hopelessness to one of boundless joy. And this angel is often sometimes known as the caregiver of all nations um, and can help to you know, remove ulterior motives and change the hearts and minds of world leaders and bring about significant benefits to all of humanity. So Haniel really helps in all this type of kind of um, get, making things a better place by removing what needs to be removed more so than what do we need to bring in. Um, Haniel also clears the way for new friends, new love, artistic endeavours, better health, intuition, and balance in your life. Haniel also looks over the plant kingdom and thus teaches us the healing, purifying, detoxifying, and protective qualities plants can bring into our lives. So Capricorns, think about those different types of things. So what do you need to learn or what do you need to kind of tackle at the moment? I would suggest with Haniel showing up, there is a need not for you to bring something more into your life, but there's something that you need to let go of in order to change your approach. Now, Capricorns being an earth sign have that realistic, realistic ability about them. They, they're quite sensible, they're quite practical, and there may even be an invite right now for you to see if you can you know, be a little bit more optimistic, be a little bit more hopeful, make a wish or something like that. And Haniel can really help you with that as well. You may want to look at leaning into the plant kingdom and working with plants, whether it be essential oils or eating more of a plant-based diet and that type of thing. And what you'll often find is that um, Haniel will send signs when flowers or plants catch your eye, um, or you sense this kind of release of burdens and suffering, giving you this kind of renewed sense of relief. So Capricorns, I would align with Haniel I would work with crystals such as either selenite or polysite, which are both really cleansing different crystals. And you can even make my Haniel oil blend, which is a combination of hyssop, lemon myrtle, and palm rose. And either distill that or pop it in a rollerball or anoint yourself with that. So to look at what do I need to let go of in my life? What do I need to release in order to go forward? That would definitely be your message from Haniel. Aquarius, we've got back-to-back -back angels, and you got the angel Raziel. Now, Raziel's a really cool angel, and I've recently popped a YouTube video up if you'd like to know more about Raziel. Just search my name and Raziel for more information. But Raziel's name means secrets of God, and because this is the angel that is said to work most closely with God and know wisdom and possess wisdom that not even any of the other angels know. So his knowledge is recorded in this book that's made out of sapphire called the Sefer Raziel. And apparently it was given to Adam when he left the Garden of Eden and it's been passed down through his lineage. So this is this amazing, wise book. So what does Raziel help us with, Aquarius? Is he helps us with understanding how the world works, understanding esoteric material, manifestation principles, sacred geometry, quantum physics, all those different things as well. Raziel helps us to work out how to change our lives, how to take advantage of alchemy, how to bring on our clairvoyance and our other intuitive abilities, 
Um, and also our ability to recognize divine guidance to work out, okay, is that spirit or am I just making that up as well? So when you start to align with Raziel Aquarius, you be able to unlock the links between the spiritual and the scientific. And we often see that these are at odds, but what Raziel's intention is is to understand what's really happening in the world in that full perspective. So what do you need to learn at the moment? Well, it suggests when Raziel rocks up that it's time um, for a new challenge in your life to revitalize your future. Um, so if you're feeling in a bit of a rush at the moment, you need to find something a bit more stimulating um, that will kind of bring in that me next metamorphosis. Um, basically, Raziel always encourages us and teaches us and shows us that the path towards fulfillment and ascension is through learning. So whether that be for you, Aquarius, a new course, creative writing or journaling, it definitely somehow involves the written word. Um, and part of you probably already knows what to do because there's a subtle inner conflict that's been dwelling within you for a little while. And you've probably been ignoring it or putting off this aspect. Um, but Raziel drops in to go, hey, I know you've been putting that off. I'm here to give you a bit more reinforcement and to prompt you in what you need to do. So whether you're looking for a solution in your life or to find um, or like fill your mind with this abundance, knowledge and wisdom, um, study or research is the way forward. And that's exactly. Now, answers are just around the corner for you. Um, and this will not only benefit you, it will benefit lots of people around you. So something with the written word is where you need to study or look in order to go forward. The crystals that resonate really beautifully with Raziel, if you're looking for just a really quite simple one, Labradorite. Labradorite, of course, is that dark crystal, but when we move it on certain angles, it catches the light and we get that what's called labradorescence. It's beautiful rainbow lights that are akin to the aurora borealis. And it's like in the darkness, the flashes of light or the flashes of inspiration come. If you're a bit of a crystal connoisseur and you like a bit of a higher vibration or a rarer crystal and you'd really like to align with Raziel, then you can um, grab a star sapphire, stitch type, Tanzan aura quartz or yellow sapphires can all be really, really great. Another practice that you can do is sitting in a triangle of candles and summoning Raziel, a yellow one for intelligence, an orange or a gold one for wisdom, and a violet one for transformation. Normally when Raziel's around, uh, you'll see flashes of rainbow light or you'll feel dragon energy around you. Maybe your dragon guide will rock up, which we talked about a few episodes ago, or the sky will fill itself with dark clouds, or you hear black cockatoos cry if you're in somewhere like Australia. Those are signs that Raziel is there and try to prompt you like this. This is, this, is, this is where you need to study. If you would like to align with Raziel with essential oils, a combination of black spruce, sandalwood, and spearmint can be really, really beneficial for you. So Aquarius, it's definitely time to get your learning on. And as an air sign, you're always looking for answers. So it's just about... What, what do I need to make sure that I'm focusing on that's going to take me to a next positive level rather than just getting caught up in maybe something that's not really serving you or serving humanity? Next, we have our Pisces and the animal guide that wants to hop into your life right now. We mentioned him before, actually. It's frog. Now, frogs, one of the interesting things about frogs is obviously they represent transformation from that emotional realm or the watery realm of the tadpole onto the air realm or the earth realm, which is of you know the intellect and stability and that type of thing. So there is a bit of a signal here for you as a water sign Pisces that you may want to look at what you need to learn or what will help you to get away from your emotions or not 
just be like submerged in your emotions. You obviously want to be in connection with them. And that's one, one of your blessings, one of your upsides, one of your benefits, one of your part of your magic. Um, but you want to make sure that your, your emotions and also your guidance system that is attached to your emotions is definitely not, you're not, you're thriving and you're swimming in it. You're not drowning in it. The other interesting thing about frogs is they're very sensitive to the environment. And if a frog is thriving or if frogs are thriving in an ecosystem, you know that the ecosystem is good. But if there's a problem with the air or the water or the land, this will often kill off the frogs. They're very sensitive and they have very absorbent skin. So what is frog trying to teach us at the moment? It's trying to teach that there is a need for you to learn about what you need in order to heal yourself, to find more equilibrium more harmony and more balance now because frog is so sensitive we need to look at these sensitivities and something maybe you're having a reaction to and work out what is what is maybe the core root of that is there something maybe within your gut you know i've been doing a lot of reading recently about gut health and how our gut health isn't just about our ability to digest food but it produces large amounts of serotonin so it has an impact on our mood and a lot of our immune system is housed within our gut as well so it has to do with our immunity and so there may be a need for you to look at what any sensitivity that you're having any emotionality that you're having what can you do to dive out get out of that water to get out of that ecosystem and to bring more harmony and more balance into your life Frogs are also known as the rain bringers. That they're said when they croak, that the rains are then summoned and called. And we know that rain brings cleansing, removing, washing away old things, and then new growth. So I feel for you at the moment, Pisces, this is going to be a really great time. And you know, we we're talking about malachite before for the Sagittarians. It could be a great one for you to work with as well, as long as things like Her- as well as Herkimer diamond would be really, really great, um, and even diamonds. It's going to be a time for you right now to get that real clarity of, okay, there's some things that I need to get rid of in my life, get rid of in my environment in order for me to leap forward, to go forward in leaps and bounds in that way. And what I'd encourage you to do is sit quietly with your, you know, in nature. And if you can put some frog sounds around, that would be great. Or even if there are some real frogs around and just imagine if the frogs could talk to you, what would they say? What guidance would they offer right now? And that's what I'd really encourage for you right now, Pisces. Moving on to Aries, and Aries, a crystal card came up for you this month, and you got one of my favorite crystals when it comes to fear, facing your fears, confronting fears, and that's serpentine. Now, serpentine, of course, it's a green stone. You can get it in the lightest green all the way up to the darkest green. It's found many places around the world and many kind of varieties and colorations and that type of thing. But often it gets its name because it has this like scales, like a snake's scales on it, hence serpentine snake or serpent now of course snakes are feared but they also represent healing and transformation as well and when we look at the fear based around a snake and this idea of growth you know one of the things about snakes is that they shed their skin how does a snake shed its skin does it just wake up one day and unzip and then step into a bigger size skin no through movement it rubs off So how does the snake evolve, grow, and shed its skin to have a new skin? Through action. And so this is where serpentine, obviously fear, 
stops us from being in action and serpentine helps us to overcome any fear. So if I read the back of the card, this is what it says. This is a time for transformation and growth. You're about to discover new abilities that you possess. A confronting event is forecast, but this is a chance for you to face fears, overcome them and grow stronger. Like a snake, shed your skin and start fresh. Tackle any difficulties and challenges head on. Be fearless. If you do not resolve an issue right now, it will continue to reoccur. Be careful playing with fire. And that's really good advice there for Aries. So that you like a bit of an action adventure, just make sure you're not playing with fire. Keep your wits about you. Shed your fears and embrace new adventures, which is very much Aries anyway. But what I'd really look at for you, Aries, is what, you know, it's all good to have cheap thrills and spills and adventure and that type of thing, but is that helping you grow? And Serpentine is kind of encouraging you to take the next step, to take the next chapter in the adventure of life, confronting a fear, doing something that you are scared of. Now, I believe that the greatest fears are not things such as bungee jumping or jumping out of airplanes. I believe they're interpersonal. They can be emotional. They can be having a conversation with someone where you normally wouldn't. Now, knowledge and wisdom and guidance comes from all different places. And I remember watching a drag show on television, a kind of reality drag show. And they were referring to one of the well-known drag queens and said, one thing they really respect about this drag queen, because you can imagine that sometimes in the entertainment industry and the drag industry, there can be a bit of bitchiness and cadness and competitiveness. And this one drag queen, by the name of Alyssa Edwards, as soon as she finds out that someone has an issue with her, she rings them, straight on the phone, and she talks it out straight away. Rather than trying to get people on your side, or rather trying to, you know, bite back or make it all that, he's like, nope, let's have a chat about that. Let's sort this out. What, what's the challenge? What, how have I upset you? And that, I've actually really adopted that as a stance in my life. If when there's an issue, I go directly to that person and we'll talk. Not message, not send an email or anything like that. Let's talk this out. Let's find a resolution. Let's do what we need to do. And Serpentine can really help you to do that. So areas for you, the, the learning comes when you can be adventurous and brave and courageous in something that you're scared to do. Whether that be show up emotionally or whether that be, you know, confront a different fear. So keep Serpentine with you and be bold, be adventurous and be fearless. Moving on to Taurus, you also got a crystal card. You got smoky quartz. So for you, maybe it's time to settle down and come back to a bit of simplicity. You know, one of the interesting things I've noticed, and I've noticed this in my own experience and listening to other people that are teachers and, and guides as well, because of the pandemic, there's been so much overwhelm in the world. And there's a bit of a saying that confused minds, you know, in, in, in sales, confused minds don't buy. But we're also overwhelmed by so much that's happening in the world and our normal lives and what to do and this new reality that we're losing the luxuriousness of life. We're losing the pleasure of life and we become almost um, paralyzed in inaction because we just don't know which way to go. Smoky Quartz is very much about coming back down to what's important, back down to earth, grounding ourselves and knowing what's really important for us. So Taurians, you are known to be reliable, stable, and steady. That's kind of your energy. 
And smoking quartz really resonates with that. But the fact that it's come up does kind of suggest that maybe you need to find a bit more stability. But also, smoking quartz has quite a earthy energy. Maybe even a bit more time out in nature would be really great for you right now, Taurus. So if I read the back of the Crystal Connections message card for smoking quartz, it says, Is there too much on your mind? Are you overthinking? Do you need to take a break? Opportunities can arise to take time to relax and recoup. Don't waste the well-needed break. Things will slowly improve. Spend time each day with your bare feet on the earth to ground yourself. Take things slowly. Stay present. See the magic in life. Create small rituals that honour yourself and the vital aspects of your life. Stand there on the earth. Feel strong, balanced, and witness the magic of the world unfold. So Taurus, it's going to be really great for you to take some time just to stand with those bare feet on the, on the real earth, holding a smoky quartz, and you know, just settling yourself in that way. So I'd really recommend that, but keep smoky quartz with you a lot of the time. It's a beautiful crystal. It comes in so many different shades of brown, and just go with something that you're attracted to. Whether you're carrying it or wearing it, it's really going to serve you well at this time. It's going to allow you to, if you can learn to settle and ground yourself on a deeper level and be able to lean back into that. With all the overwhelm that's happening at the moment, you'll be able to sit in the eye of the storm and not get swept up in the chaos. There's our first six signs for this month. We're going to take a short break and then we're going to come back and we're going to dive in to the other six. You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barillo. Thank you for choosing The Blessed Journey to hang out with and spend a bit of time with me on this very day. With the new moon in Sagittarius coming up in the following weekend, we're getting ready for that with our tradition of new moon oracle card readings. I roll a bit of a dice, I choose from some of my favourite decks and I've pulled a card for each of the 12 zodiac signs. Now these cards are relevant to that sign but I also hope that the knowledge that I share is helpful for everyone as you listen along. So we're on to Gemini. So Gemini, the full moon will be in Gemini. Gemini is about mental um, capabilities. It's about mental health. It's about uh, studying, learning, and all about the mind and the intellect. The card that came up for you this month, Geminis, including myself, is the Kingfisher. Now, one of the things that Kingfisher is very much about is timing. So what they do is they'll sit on a branch, normally above water, and they'll sit there and they'll watch for their prey. And when the time is right, boom, they dive in. So for you, Geminis, this is about looking at time. First of all, your timing. So there may be something that's happening in your life right now or that that you need to work out when do I need to, when should I act. And connecting with Kingfisher can show you, but that patience may be a good thing. Another thing that comes through with Kingfisher is also how are you spending your time? Kingfisher doesn't fly around looking for prey. He sits very still and quiet in a relaxed state until it's time to dive and grab that prey. And Geminis, we love to learn everything, don't we? We love to be in everything and we love to do everything. And are we actually just flying around and achieving nothing? And would it be better for us to rest and be more effective in just a few things? And so that's what Kingfisher can really help us to do in that way. 
Kingfisher is often has this beautiful plumage, this blue and even deep blue that kind of represents the indigo color of the third eye chakra. And I love working with Kingfisher, especially with the crystal Shatterkite, which is very much about being aware of our thoughts, being aware of our mind and being actively in control of our mind and in control of our life. So the guidance that's really coming through for me, Gemini, to share with you is what you need to learn, is what's important, when to act, what to act on, what to not worry about, and when to chill the hell out. So basically the lesson that I would say Gemini's need to learn is it's very much about time management at this point in time. And maybe making new resolutions for how you're going to spend your time, what needs to go, what needs to stay, what needs to be altered for 2022. Right, moving on to Cancerians, and you've got Ravent Sarah. Now, Ravent Sarah is a really interesting plant. Its Latin name is Cinnamomen camphora. And it's actually a plant that's native to China, where it's known as the ho tree, H-O tree. And you get ho leaf and ho wood oil and different things like that. So at some point in time, the Cinnamomum camphora tree was moved or relocated or somewhere relocated to Madagascar. There, the tree thrived as well, but totally evolved and changed in order to thrive in Madagascar. And chemistry of its leaves where we get this leaf oil from become totally different in the whole leaf trees the cinnamon camphora trees in china their leaves are actually really high in linalol now linalol relaxes the body the same trees when they grow in madagascar the leaves are high in eucalyptol which is also sometimes called 1,8 cineol which is about respiratory health so ravens are is very much about being able to thrive in unusual situations so Cancerians, where your challenge is at the moment is things may be unusual in your own life or that you need to navigate something or you need to maybe change jobs or, you know, your, your life is changing in some way. That's often pointed to with Raven Sarah. But what this is saying is don't kind of, you know, like the Cinnamon Camphora trees in Madagascar did, they didn't just shrivel and die. They planted their roots deep in the ground and they learned how to thrive in a different environment. That is your lesson. On getting out there into new environments, Cantarians do tend to like to surround themselves with their intimate family and so on. But Ravensar is really encouraging you to get out, meet new people and learn how to thrive. Ravensar works really well with the throat chakra. It's very much about um, clear communication and deliberate communication and manifesting through your what you say and being aware that what you say does manifest your future but it's also going to be a really nice one for you you know the throat chakra is a bridge of peace that we communicate with other people so i think for you cancerians the the tip is to get out go traveling as if you if that is possible for you wherever you are in the world right now and talk and meet other people and learn about that getting outside of your comfort zone expanding your cycles or your circle sorry will be really quite beneficial Another essential oil came up for Leo's. Leo's, you got vanilla. Now, this is a, an oil. I've got it on my wrist, actually, right now. I do I love it. It's one of the latest oils that has been released by doTERRA. Now, if you love vanilla, just be aware that 99% of vanillas, fragrances and flavorings around the world, are not from the vanilla orchid. They're not from a plant. They're artificially made in laboratories. So you want to make sure when we're working with these oils when we're, that we are getting them from a plant. Otherwise, you've got a, something that smells nice with no energy behind it from the natural world. 
So vanilla is one of the divine seeds along with cacao. Now cacao is very much about abundance and vanilla is very much about pleasure. There's actually a really interesting origin myth around vanilla which is native to Mexico and it's very much a Romeo and Juliet story. Two star-crossed lovers, it was a goddess and a mortal man who couldn't be together and in the end they ended up dying, their blood fell on the earth and the vanilla orchid which we get the vanilla bean from germinated from that with this idea that even if their love could not exist, the love and the pleasure that they experienced together could be uh, celebrated by humanity around the world forevermore. And that's exactly what vanilla is. Now, when we smell vanilla, it's, you know, it's so pleasurable. It's so seductive. It works very well with the sacral chakra. So for you, Leos, I would actually say that you need to look right now on how to bring more pleasure into your life. And Leos are pretty good normally at relaxing, but maybe at this point in time you're just stressing yourself out a lot and you're lacking time for leisure, pleasure and play. Pleasure is a really interesting thing. We have a really interesting relationship with pleasure in the fact that we can't, um, we often feel that we need to enjoy, no, sorry, we need to earn pleasure. Like, oh, I've worked so hard this week, I deserve a drink or I deserve a treat or I've done so well saving up, or I've done so well on my diet, I'm going to have a treat, I'm going to treat myself something, you know, that kind of thing. But, you know, if we believe that the Creator created this amazing planet with all these delights of the senses, if we were given a gift, is it not disrespectful not to fully dive in and enjoy it and utilise it? Yeah, not take advantage of it. I'm not saying, like, let's, you know, rampage the earth. But don't pull yourself away or um, stop yourself from enjoying pleasure, from enjoying nourishing food, from enjoying the company and a really good chat or, or something artistic, um, whatever inspires you in that way, or just enjoying your favourite songs. How can you make your day-to-day living more pleasurable? So when vanilla comes up, I'm not normally asking people, oh, well, you know, what can you do that you enjoy? How can you bring more pleasure into your life? Like, can you go get a massage on a Saturday? What I'm looking at and what vanilla is prompting you in is can you um, enjoy what you're doing in your life more? Can you bring more pleasure into your daily actions and ongoings? Now, vanilla is associated with the sign of Taurus. And although we're reading for Leo... Taurian is very much about physicality, and Taurians are renowned for delighting in anything that looks good, smells good, tastes good, sounds good, or feels good. And so vanilla is really encouraging you, Leo, to maybe look at those things. What are my favourite sights? What do I like to look at? What are my favourite smells? What are my favourite tastes? What are my favourite sounds? And what feels nice? So whether it be changing your clothing adding to you know, some new essential oils to put in the diffuser, spending a bit more money on some really nourishing food, look, you know, making up a bit of a playlist, any of those types of things could be really great for you just to nourish and enjoy your daily living experience a bit more. Have doTERRA's vanilla around you as well. Anoint yourself in it, pop a drop in a warm drink, add it to your skincare, all of these can be really beneficial for helping you to work through that sacral chakra and not feeling guilty for enjoying yourself and enjoying your life. From Leo, we jump over to Virgo. And Virgos, you got a angel card as well. You got Metatron. Now, one thing you'll notice about Metatron's name is unlike many other angel names, it doesn't end in that E-L, that L. 
The reason being that L translates to mean of God. Why is this? Well, it's because Metatron is actually Adam's great, 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 great grandson. And after living a really pious life on earth for apparently 365 years, God turned him into an angel. Um, his name actually translates to mean the throne beside God. And it is said that he's a he was a scribe before he ascended, and he continues now to record everything. He's a record keeper up in heaven. And, and a bit of an archivist as well, a bit of a librarian. So Metatron is actually known to hold all the secrets and wisdom of the universe that's ever happened, is happening now, and will happen into the future. And he's a very fiery, intense angel, but he still holds a very special place in his heart for children, especially those that are spiritually gifted. It is said that after Exodus, Metatron led the children of Israel through the wilderness and onto safety, and continues to lead children today, both on earth and in heaven. So the first thing that comes up for me, Virgo, is that if you're if you have children of your own, if you're working with children in some way, it may be good to align and to ask Metatron to guide you in any issues or anything that you need with around your children. Um, but it also may be beneficial for you to spend time with children. And we all go all say, well, what am I going to learn from children? Well, we often learn a lot from children that children forget or we kind of beat out of them psychologically as we encourage them to grow up as time goes on. And so Metatron's really encouraging you to, um, yeah, to lean into that aspect side of things, I feel. I want to read a little bit from the manuscript I'm working on at the moment for my, my own angel deck. And this is your message from Metatron. I, too, once walked the earth, so I know what challenges people and situations can bring up for you. However, I see the quality, talents and gifts within you. Do you see them? You have learned skills in this lifetime, and if you're willing to dive into the Akashic Records and tap into your past lives there, is more treasure to guide you, your progress, and your ascension. It is time to rise above the trivial and the petty. It is time to own your power and take control of your destiny. Higher opportunities are presenting themselves for you to engage with and immerse into. Align with me, Metatron, to get your life in order and create a beautiful future. Find periods of time when you can sit down in deep contemplation or meditation and I will download great knowledge to you so that you may see the truth of who you are and what you are to become. You will come to understand the light and the dark. I will shed light on personal and collective history of suffering, pain and sorrow and the wisdom and understanding such experiences bring. Sacred geometry is part of my language and I'll use it to deliver my messages to you. If you have any spiritually gifted children, heed their words as they often hear my messages clearly. As we align, you may receive sudden epiphanies, see flashes of light, sharks turn up in some form, or an unusual smell of strong herbs and spices like chilies or peppercorns will occur. That's your message, Virgo, from Metatron. To align with Metatron, you can use clear quartz as a basic crystal, or moldvite or black star diopside. I find work really well with Metatron as well. When you want to um, create a diffuser blend or an essential oil blend for Metatron, work with black spruce, blue lotus, frankincense, 
and pink pepper. Bruh. Now you got the angel, the guardian angel of Sagittarius. Now you may be wondering, well, hold on, I'm a Libra. Why should I be working with the guardian angel of Sagittarius? Well, the guardian angel of Sagittarius, his name is Adnatchil, doesn't just have to be utilized by Sagittarians. Anyone working with Sagittarian energy can tune into Adnatchil. And the fact that it is a new moon in Sagittarius, this is quite timely for you, Libra. So Adnatchil is kind of this tall and athletic, donned in green and brown robes and a signature purple belt, um, that kind of very impressive in that way. And basically he helps us aim towards our f- destiny and what we're meant to be doing and shoot an arrow in the direction of our dreams. So this angel really encourages optimism, good humor, ideas, and a focus on action. And this is really important that Adnatchel's come up for you with this new moon in Sagittarius because we're really looking at what do we need to do to prepare, you know, and, and equip ourselves with the knowledge to progress in our future. And Adnatchel really would like you to, um, to start focusing on that and, and, and making plans, but also taking action. And Librans, you are renowned for being a bit indecisive and Adnatchel's like, no, nah, we need to get this happening. You know, sometimes Adnatchel is called on and can guard against, you know, Sagittarians more so, but anyone being too blunt, outspoken or domineering because of your enthusiasm. So Adnatchel is really going to help to fire up a bit of enthusiasm and help you to direct that in the right direction as well. If I read from my manuscript, your message from Adnatchel, I have come to your aid as it appears that you are stuck or hesitant to proceed without a course of action. At this point in time, it is best to investigate what will be best for you in the long run. Opt for longer-term satisfaction rather than short-term gratification. It is important that you set your eye on a target and soon cast your arrows with desires to where you wish to end up. Dedicate a crystal to me. Whenever you feel limited or stagnant, hold it to your legs and say, New quests, new paths, new journeys for me. Ad natural, break the chains and set me free. Allow me to fling open the gates of freedom and fill your days with good times. By stagnating for too long, you miss out on opportunities. It is still, uh, if you still feel ambivalent in a week's time, just take some action. A step in any direction is still a progression forward. Action will bring clarity on what is best rather than trying to intellectualize the safest path. So for you, Librans, the lesson right now for you to be successful is how do you act and how do you just, you know, where do you go? And if you're not sure where to go, just do something. And it's not about intellectualizing. It's very much about taking action to find out. Is is that person the right person to date? Go on a few dates on them and work it out rather than trying to sit there and nut it out. Which, what should you have for dinner? Try something and see if you like it. And if not, you made the wrong decision. But making a wrong decision is better than no decision because at least you're in that progress and you're in the action. That's what Adnatchel is really encouraging you to do. Um, the crystals that work really well with Adnatchel, Carnelian, that beautiful fiery orange one, really great to keep in your pocket or near your sacral chakra to really get you into that confidence and that action. Carnelian is also really great to pop near your fruits and your vegetables to help fire up their energy. And so when you bring in those natural sugars, that really helps on a metaphysical level to you know fire you up as well. Naturalite is another great crystal. It's a white crystal, but it's got a very springtime energy, and it's a really good crystal for those that want to achieve a lot in their lives. It helps you to be in that 
kind of state of um in in that state of action really and to feel comfortable in action rather than that kind of unknowingness or uncertainty that librans may find themselves in from time to time if you'd like to make yourself the natural blend it is a combination of clary sage the oil that helps you listen to yourself cypress which helps flow and stop stagnation and tangerine which is about curiosity and adventure and getting out there and exploring so that's some guidance to you libra finishing off this month with scorpio and scorpio what do you need to learn you need to learn to love it looks like you got kunzite now kunzite i consider to be the highest vibration of all the pink crystals this is not the crystal that you give to your teenage son or daughter when they want to attract their first partner unless you want that partner having a lasting influence and being around all the time kunzite is what we um reach for when we want to find that soulmate that person that will be along once we've done our work in this lifetime and so this is a really great crystal for helping to strengthen soul relationships and this can be romantic it, you may already be with this person but what are other lifelong relationships those with children and those with um, our parents you can't change that those we are related to them no matter what throughout this whole lifetime so kunzite really helps to bring those to heal and to deepen those relationships so whether you're looking at bringing more soul people into your life or strengthening the relationships with them that's where your focus should be. It's on learning relationship skills and deepening relationship skills. Let me just read the back of the card for you to give you a bit of extra information, Scorpio. So, soul connections will support and fulfill you. If you have drifted away from a soulmate, it is time to reconnect. You may need a new soulmate, or so you may meet a new soulmate or soul companion, a friend. Strengthen bonds with your partner, parents, siblings, children, and anyone who's played a lifelong role in your life. Release judgment and acknowledge that traits within you, within others, that you often dislike are also within you. Love these traits within yourself and allow you to accept others with compassion and gratitude. Choose love in every moment and naturally attract relationships that benefit your life so kunzite i'd really recommend carrying or wearing or having that near you it's beautiful a lot of people seem to like having it in the bedroom at night and it can be good for attracting lovers into the bedroom but it's just having its energy around you 24 7 could be really beneficial for you as well so there are our 12 star signs hopefully those readings offered you some guidance and they've offered you either an angel or an animal to meditate on or an essential oil to work with or a crystal to carry over the next few days. Now, remember on the day that this podcast comes out, it's normally on a Sunday here in Perth time, um, the new moon is not till next weekend, but we can still put these lessons into action as we get towards the new moon. And remember, as we get towards the new moon, it's the dark moon, especially the night before the new moon, and this is a time of letting go. So if your message has something about letting go of something, we want to do that up to the time of the new moon. And as soon as we click over to the new moon, that's when we want to bring in that creative energy as well. So each of you can individually time what actions you need to take. So this coming week is about letting go. And the week after, from the weekend, from Saturday, is about bringing in that new. Remember that our natural state is balance. 
and that Mother Nature is always trying to support us to get back to balance. And this is what the crystals and the oils and, and these other guidance systems are there to help you find that equilibrium as well. Overall, this is a great time to, you know, new moons are a great time to sit outside and just contemplate what we've talked about. Maybe sit outside with the essential oil or with the, um, with the crystal that I've chosen. For this new moon in particular, the essential oil that I recommend is black spruce. Black spruce is kind of associated with a sense of wonderment and curiosity about the earth and amazement. And Sagittarius really has that energy that evokes that let's go out and explore. So having black spruce in your diffuser, especially in the afternoon as you want to wind down and even throughout the night can be really beneficial. Pair it with the crystal astrophilite for around this new moon. Astrophilite also has that dark energy like black spruce in that kind of mysterious energy, but also opens up that wonderment as well. As I like to recommend on the new moon, it's always nice to sit outside with a cup of tea and just sit that tea and contemplate what I've shared with you and anything else that you may know or you may have read about this new moon and, and kind of where you want to head and set those intentions for the next lunar cycle, for the final lunar cycle of 2021. The tea that I recommend is hibiscus in this case. It really resonates with the energy right now. Thank you for taking the time to hang out with me again this week. I'll be back again next week with more explorations of Mother Nature's gifts from the crystal realm, from the plant realm, from the animal realm and beyond. Thank you so much for joining me on the Blessed Journey today. I hope what we've explored has helped to ignite a light within you so that you may shine a little bit brighter out in the world. Feel free to subscribe so you get notified of future episodes and I love receiving your five-star reviews and reading your comments. Until the next episode, check me out on social media. Go to adambarillet.com. Find me under Adam Barillet at YouTube and Instagram as well as Crystal Connections with Adam Barillet on Facebook. I look forward to joining you again soon. Blessed be.